Okay, good morning. Thank you for uh, joining us today. I'm Paul Weisskopf, Senior Vice President of Corporate Development at Domo. Uh, in our session today, uh, I'm going to cover a couple things. I'm uh, going to share with you insights and uh, perspectives on how Domo is addressing a large and growing problem, which is enabling business decision makers and companies to get timely and relevant insights uh, to information about their business. We'll share with you examples from customers who are using and applying um, this technology and techniques. And uh, we're also privileged to uh, have with us the CIO of Larry H. Miller, who will take you through his IT transformation and a demo. And we'll also address very um, specifically how Domo can enable IT organizations to get more out of their AWS and other uh, important uh, data assets. So as a setup in terms of the problem that um, we're addressing or what we see. So um, Jeffrey Moore, a um, uh, leading management consultant and business author, uh, uh, described recently that companies which lack effective big data analytics capabilities are blind and deaf, wandering onto the freeway like deer. And I think what this data demonstrates pretty clearly is that there are a lot of companies which are operating in an extremely precarious situation. And what, what you see is that a very small percentage of data which is being generated and stored is actually being used. The majority of business decisions which are being made in organizations um, are occurring relying on gut. And this is despite tens of billions of dollars which is being spent every year in storing, trying to analyze, and push out uh, reports to business decision makers and organization, and despite empirical evidence which shows that companies which inform business decisions, leveraging data from multiple business sources, outperform their peers. And it's not surprising as a result then that most companies, when asked um, about their success in leveraging and applying BI technologies, the majority of them are finding it to be unsuccessful. So the real question is, why is that and what can be done about it? Well, I think it's well documented the challenges associated with dealing with large volumes of data, and that certainly is a contributing factor. Uh, well, we believe the bigger factors are related to the large, certainly, variety and speed at which these data sources are coming, but most importantly, the fact that the average company has hundreds of business data systems which they rely upon, which business decision makers inside of an organization rely upon to carry out their tasks. And individually, few of these applications actually make it easy for business decision makers to get relevant insights from them, and collectively, uh, these hundreds of business applications are disconnected data silos spread across a business organization. And traditional approaches to BI, which have really um, centered around ad hoc anal analysis and data discovery, just fundamentally are not scaling to deal with the challenges of operating in a big data real-time world. I think the data up here illustrates this pretty clearly. So Domo <clears throat> was uh, founded to address this problem. And what we're seeking to do is to provide a more effective way for organizations to manage themselves, 
by bringing together relevant data and social insights to directly enable business decision makers inside of an organization to get real-time perspective on performance versus goals, to collaborate with their teams, and ultimately to use that information and insight to take action which improve business results. Now this approach, um, we believe, is relevant and applicable to all people within an organization. <clears throat> but I want to call out a few things that are particularly unique in the approach that we've taken. I think historically, uh, BI has uh, centered around enabling IT and analysts to uh, query, find insights and information, and push that out uh, to business decision makers. The approach that we're taking, given the large number of business data systems and the speed at which that uh, data is coming at organizations, our approach is to directly enable those individuals for whom BI investments have always been intended to serve, which is the business decision makers in an organization from the C-suite to the front line in sales, customer support, and servicing functions, to give them self-service timely insights into the information which is most relevant to them. And to do that, it needs to be highly performant, web scale, it needs to be mobile first in design, it needs to be architected in a way that's easy to use. And the idea for the business decision maker is to address frustration which they're experiencing. Business decision makers feel disconnected from their relevant data. They're not getting access to it in a timely manner and it's hampering their ability to make informed decisions, and it's forcing them to rely on gut despite the tremendous volumes of data that organizations are generating, collecting, and attempting to analyze. Business decision makers have also been conditioned to believe that they need to be dependent upon others to get access to all of their business insights. In the other parts of the organization, IT and analysts are also frustrated. They're frustrated in dealing with the challenges and complexity of managing, connecting to, and trying to collect information from a growing number of business data systems that are pushing data in a uh, large variety of formats at a tremendous speed. At the same time, they're spending an inordinate amount of very valuable resources performing repetitive manual intensive tasks querying, updating, querying, updating, pushing out reports, and feeling growing pressure to provide greater self-service access to data without sacrificing high levels of administration security and control for their organization. We believe in our approach is that this need not be a trade-off. You can serve the needs of all of an organization, but it requires taking a fundamentally different approach. This approach, which we've taken, really starts with the individual, the business decision maker, wherever he or she sits within an organization. And the important distinction here is that traditional approaches have really start with the data. Where is the data coming from? How do I collect it? Where do I put it? How do I enable people to query it? And that leads you down a path that we've built out across companies of non-scalable client-server architectures that cannot handle the complexities and demands of real-time big data operations for organizations. So our approach centers on the individual. 
And it's really important because it's the individual that is the critical component here in getting value from business data. And each individual really defines which data sources are most relevant to them, what KPIs underlying that data speak to them most specifically in the role that they perform. There's also, importantly, the relationship that individuals have with others in their organization. It's how their work gets done, and there tends to be commonality amongst people who work in related functional areas of an organization. They share relevance or a desire to get insights on similar sets of information to collaborate around it and to take action. So this is really a core designing principle where we've started and natively built into the platform collaboration capabilities centered around the individual. When you then bring data to that um, equation, you now have the most relevant context against which this data can be applied. The individual defines which data is relevant to him or her. In what format and what frequency do they want to see it? Who do they want to share that information with? And when you combine that data with people, it really um, can be incredibly transformative for an organization. So to, to share a, a couple of examples, um, previously in my career I spent about a dozen years uh, leading strategy and business planning at companies like Hewlett Packard and Adobe. And the process that I led for years at those companies doing quarterly and annual business reviews and planning sessions involved a tremendous investment of time and resources, pulling together data and reports and trying to facilitate discussions and understanding on what happened. The net result is a lot of time spent, a lot of frustration, more questions coming out of the meeting than you came into the meeting with because you didn't have all the data, it wasn't up to date. When somebody had a question, you had to take a list of things that you had to go back and find. With a solution like this, it's completely changed the relationship that I have and that those that I work with have with their data. No longer are you looking backwards at what happened you have access in a, in a real time and continuous and customizable fashion as to what data is relevant to you. So the conversation becomes about what does it mean and what are we gonna do about it as opposed to what happened. And another example, uh, probably my favorite from uh, CEO of one of our customers has really taken this um, to a level that I think is representative of where the future of business management is going to make the data start working for you versus you be a slave to the data. So this CEO of the organization basically said, hey, I know which business metrics matter to me most. And what I'm gonna do is I'm going to apply this technology. I'm gonna connect all of my relevant business data sources to this platform. I'm gonna set alerts based on thresholds that are most relevant to me. And I'm never gonna go review the business numbers. When I get an alert, that's because something requires my attention. And he's completely flipped the whole process that we've become accustomed to of creating, pushing out um, reports, and spending time re-reviewing the same sets of information, and only to then find, oh, there's something that requires my attention. And that just does not scale in the type of big data, real-time world that we operate in today. So how is it that um, we're able to uh, provide these uh, set of capabilities to um, organizations? So the approaches I mentioned 
um, really did not start with the brainstormer genius to say, this architecture that you see on the slide behind me is the answer. Quite the contrary. The approach was starting with the individual and saying, if the need or goal is to provide <clears throat> direct and easy access for business decision makers to all of their relevant business information and the ability to collaborate with people in their organization, how do I enable that capability? So to enable that capability, we've needed to build a native multi-tenant solution, heavily leveraging AWS infrastructure that provides an incredibly broad and natively integrated set of capabilities that really span uh, the scope of activities associated with connecting to relevant business data and ultimately enabling optimal and informed decisions to occur. So starting left to right in this um, chart for, for you, we have a uh, open data framework which has uh, the broadest and flexible set of means to connect to all relevant business data sources. <clears throat> We've developed a portfolio of nearly 500 native API-based connectors to the most popular business applications and databases that organizations rely upon, enabling, in most cases, self-service connection to those data sources. Additionally, providing means to connect to relevant data through more traditional or less elegant means, ODBC for on-premise data or to manually upload CSV data. From that point, the ability to connect, join, perform transforms and prepare that data for access uh, and querying in a uh, fast in-memory engine. From that point, then you uh, bring to bear a collection of technologies and capabilities that allows each individual in the organization based upon what's relevant to them, their preference for how they want to consume that data to access that. If they want to perform advanced analytics, if they would like to have alerts set against that information, if they would like to create dashboards or visualizations, if they would like to create and push out uh, scheduled reports on information. Uh, all of these capabilities natively integrated in a web scale platform which can handle incredibly large volumes of data. And to give you um, a sense of uh, that magnitude, we're ingesting on behalf of customers collectively about 500 billion rows of data a day. We have on this single uh, multi-tenant solution the largest customer managing over 150 terabytes of data, and we have many customers that have over 5,000 users that are operating on this multi-tenant solution. And last thing to, to call out on, on this slide is that uh, critical to provide a set of capabilities that enable IT organizations to do a few critical things. Automate the manual intensive and repetitive tasks. Free up valuable time and resources to perform um, more value-added analysis as opposed to querying, pulling, and updating reports. To have a high level of administrative and security controls, um, down to role-level security, down to being able to apply bring-your-own-key technology to the data object level where you could apply a kill switch at that level. So this is a set of comprehensive capabilities that we're building and putting in the hands of customers. So let me share uh, kind of a few stories. 
So we're fortunate to um, have um, customers that really span kind of every um, walk of life. And I think it speaks to the fact that this challenge associated with enabling business decision makers to get real-time insights into their information is a universal or global challenge. So our customers range from small and medium businesses to Fortune 50 companies. They span every industry vertical and uh, every geography. A uh, couple of examples to, uh, to walk you through. MasterCard, <clears throat> using Domo to really transform the way that they are handling analytics and management around social media campaigns. It's an organization that has dozens of Facebook and Twitter handles, over 220 markets in which they're running campaigns. And what they found is that pulling data and getting insights from those um, was an inordinate investment of time. And in using this solution to automate the process of pulling and updating and putting into the hands of decision makers those insights, they've been able to dramatically reduce the effort that's required, saving 200 hours a month of reporting that they were doing manually. But more importantly, it's enabling them to get insights more quickly and to take actions based on those insights to dramatically improve their campaign performance. Another example, and one of my favorites because it's most meaningful, uh, Jefferson Hospital, an organization that was using this to connect to a variety of business data systems to uncover a series of bottlenecks that were occurring um, in their hospital operations that were significantly delaying the time associated with uh, patients who were diagnosed with cancer being able to begin chemotherapy treatment. So they uncovered that there were bottlenecks in multiple places, in the insurance carriers processing, in the hospital systems, and even how doctors were documenting and submitting um, information inside of the hospital system. The net impact of being able to uncover these was changing their underlying processes and reducing by 85% the wait time associated with enabling diagnosed patients to get important chemotherapy treatment. And a last example that I'll share is a Fortune 50 company um, creating customized visualizations in what we call Domo apps, um, pulling together for the executive team of this company an integrated set of uh, insights that span sales, marketing, and finance functions to give the executive team real-time insights into performance of their operations spanning functional areas of that organization. So I'm going to hand it over now to Jan Perba. Let me introduce uh, Jan. Jan is a C CIO at Larry H. Miller. Larry H. Miller is a large private company, uh, over 11,000 employees, a collection of uh, 80 businesses. And uh, Jan will share with you as CIO the transformation that he's taken his organization through and how he is leveraging um, technology to really change the relationship that he, his team, and his broader organization is having with data. Yeah? Fantastic. If you want to play a quick video to introduce who Larry H. Miller is. Hopefully the audio kicks in here. Yeah.
So who is the Larry H. Miller Group of Companies? Through that video, hopefully you saw some of the things that we do. We do an annual all-employee gathering in February, and it highlights some of the things that we celebrate throughout the year, our accomplishments and the things that we do to give back to our communities we serve. We are 80-plus companies committed to enriching lives. To us, enriching lives means meeting your transportation needs uh, that require you to uh, go to work or to take your family somewhere. Enriching lives also means creating unique experiences in our Vivint Arena or at a jazz game or at a megaplex. We also want to enrich your life by helping you meet your financial needs. So we have finance and insurance services that, that help you do that. To learn more, of course, you can go to LHM.com. But as we represent 20 different brands, over $5 billion in revenue uh, in terms of automotive sales, we are trying to enrich lives. I was asked to talk a little bit about myself. I'm not too comfortable doing it, so we're going to do it in a lot of pictures. Hopefully, quick pictures, just to highlight that I was raised in Indonesia, went to Utah State, graduated, spent 15 years in healthcare and life sciences, and decided to join an automotive retail company. And you're probably thinking, why? It's because they made me an offer I couldn't refuse. So, but I love to solve big problems. And one of the things that, that this organization had was the, the vast expanse of the businesses that we operate in. There's 80 plus businesses. So part of our technology journey that I'm about to share with you started with our network. Quickly as a CIO two years ago, uh, understanding what our bottlenecks were. And of course, bandwidth was key, right? Our, our infrastructure was built on 20 to 50 meg MPLSs, and we really needed to move to that one to two gig SD-WAN. If you can imagine a vehicle today, a Honda Odyssey 2018 searches for uh, an access point just to upload and download data automatically. Well, with 20 to 50 megs, you really couldn't do that. So we've transformed that. We're about uh, 14 stores short of completing our transformation to SD-WAN. And the only reason why is because there's contract terms for those carriers. From a data center's perspective, we really went from our own facilities to uh, SwitchNAP here down the road in Las Vegas and Equinix in, uh, in Chicago. We put in quite a bit of layers of security. As you can imagine, you are all dealing with these security issues as well. And so there's lots of emblems in there, but the idea was how do we fortify our organization? We lift and shifted our LHMWholesale.com, which is a business-to-business -business platform, from a homegrown ASP.net into more of a cloud solution powered by Force.com. From our business-to-consumer side, we leverage, we're about 90% cloud, so we leverage lots of technologies from different uh, companies here. And we've really added just our productivity suite, moving them to the cloud. So the last thing that we had on-prem was email, of all things, right? That's typically the first thing that goes to the cloud. From a mobile perspective, we were really ad hoc users. We just wanted to leverage it within our organization to gain the productivity within our employees, but not really leverage it as a platform for business. And so in 2018, we hope to launch actually a, a proprietary a key management solution based off of AWS mobile app, right? Uh, if you can imagine, you probably manage two to five keys at home. Well, we manage 10,000 plus on any given day. And we spend about three and a half million dollars losing keys. As you know, replacing those car keys, you're not cheap, right? So, 
one of the big things, I would say the icing on the cake that we've uh, transformed is we went from your typical diagnostic type reporting with SQL Server and Excel and lots and lots of Excel to Domo. And there's still Excel there, don't get me wrong. You can't take Excel out of the accountant's hands. They always want Excel. But how do you power that Excel with Domo? And I'm going to show you a little bit of that. So I'm going to walk you through quickly our journey to efficient analytics. And why is it efficient analytics? That's a tagline that, uh, that I wanted to embed within the organization. And it's all about the efficiency of the platform, not doing more than we need to, and having the information when the business needs it. So we're going to walk through that. Most of your organizations, as I felt when I joined this organization, felt like this. You had a clear vision of the rear view, right? Everyone sitting in your car, you have to have a rear view mirror, but hopefully you're looking forward. But you're going so fast in business and when you're driving that sometimes it feels like a blur. Then we upgraded our analytics and our BI platform to provide a little bit of instrumentation. So it felt like this. You have, maybe you're in traffic and you really want to know how long it's going to take. What do you do? You pull up your Waze app or your Google app and you try to figure out what's the fastest way to do that. Well, you could just look at out there, right? But you have technology to start to help you and guide you to what, what's actually the information that's relevant. Well, what we want to get to is this model, right? Where the business takes their hands off of this wheel and we can drive the car. We can drive the business through instrumentation, through this beautiful uh, console or visualization so that no matter how cloudy the day is, we can be assured that with data, we know where we're going as a business. So my question to you is, how are you helping to drive your business? Our tagline at the Larry H. Miller dealerships is driven by you. Literally, our vehicles are driven by you. But more than that is within our organization, we really look at it from your perspective. How can we help you drive the business? And pushing from that reporting culture, that rear view mirror look um, culture to that alerts-based dashboards that uh, Paul mentioned has transformed us one step forward. And that has allowed us not to watch the 250 KPIs plus that the business has generated over time or the reports that are just stacking up in emails, but really watch the insights from alerts, right? When you hit a threshold, let me know. Now, where we want to go, of course, is everyone's dream, some type of if-then-else statement for business, right? I, I believe, truly believe that every business has Every business problem has an if-then-else statement behind it, right? There's a case-when statement behind it. And it's all up to us as IT practitioners to figure that out. So I'm going to do a quick demo um, of what we've developed. And uh, hopefully I can get, make this happen. Oops. So we started with... Maybe not. Let's go that way. There you go. So we started at a high level. We wanted to know the macroeconomics type of questions and answer them. And you all probably have financial systems that everyone's watching for. And that's one of the things we learned is you start with what the lowest common denominator, which is typically money. So this is a dashboard from a sales perspective that we started going into uh, at a macro level, 10-year overview. But one thing that we did was we made it very personal. We named every region the senior vice president's name. Paul talked about it's about the individual, it's about the person. 
Well, when you put their name and they're seeing a decline below his peer, you, you can guarantee there's going to be some competition being fueled there. But we didn't stop there. Um, and, and one of the things that we like is that the way Domo presents uh, information allows us to uh, show it in different uh, quartiles or segments, if you may. And I'm not going to try to move that, but just try to scroll down. So you can, they still like their spreadsheets, right? You got to have those. But you can go from the highest level, drilling deeper and deeper into it, to the vehicle department in our organization, to the finance and insurance, and you create different KPIs, if you may, and present them that way. Well, one of the things that we did uh, as an organization is we went from the high level and then they started asking questions. Well, what about the details? Why can't you tell me what's going on today? So this is an inventory dashboard and some of the SVPs still like the grid, right? And know exactly how much day supply I have at each one of our stores. But one question came up this week and, and this literally, we created this um, uh, for this problem and that was, how much money are we really making from our appraisal process, right? Within every dealership, you appraise vehicles. Well, we need to know how much money we're making. And so just this year, two people appraising vehicles have generated about a million seven in gross profit. But what was interesting is they didn't believe me. They said, I, that can't be right. And I said, okay, let's dig right into it. And we said, let's figure out where this data is coming from. So as part of the data lineage within Domo, we were able to go right into it and say, well, it really came from Salesforce, and there was this ETL that happened within Salesforce, and this is the math that we're using to generate gross profit. Do you agree with me? And he said, I don't understand what you're saying because he's a business user. And I said, let's do it this way. I'm going to drill into it to the point where, whoops, where we can go right into a deal and figure out what, what it what he knew to be true inside of our ERP system. So you, as you can see, that data lineage allows us to get to the source very, very quickly. Marketing came to us and said, well, I need to, we need to do forecasting and we need to help visualize our forecasting. And so again, we made it personal and we put every region uh, as, as a personal uh, card inside of the dashboard. And it, it wasn't more than two weeks before we had this problem somewhat solved to say, what's the visibility of how many cars we're going to sell? Well, some of the things that we did also was they wanted to know by store level, at a deep, deep level, what type of uh, income are the stores generating by day, right? And what type of sales numbers? This is uh, a, a good store uh, at any given time. I, I can go into and drill to, uh, let's see, my page filter, and I can actually pick a store. In this case, Boise Subaru is having a pretty good year. As you can see, their numbers here are, are much better than they were in 2016. So you can go into whatever level you need to. Now, where are we going with all of this is uh, eventually we'd like to predict some things. We'd like to find out where our customers are, what street level um, that we need to campaign on and predict their propensity to repurchase because in most cases hopefully they had a good experience. But we're also predicting which marketing channels should we follow. Uh, we're also uh, trying to identify uh, the types of campaigns that work and how can we predict that. Well, there's data streaming everywhere. 
And one thing I, I failed to, to show, which, you know, as a CIO, I'm always doubting the data, is when you go into this data center, this visualization of how easy it is to see, you know, what type of data we're pulling in from where allows us to drill into it right into the data set and then the cards that are being powered by that data set. So in, in this case, we have uh, sales events and these are the cards that have issues, <laughs> of course. So I'm gonna switch back to some of the lessons learned that we had as we implemented um, this transformation uh, on how to manage our analytics. As I mentioned, we're about 90% cloud, which means there's over 75 different apps in our business that we have to connect. Um, so your journey may be pretty straight in terms of BI and analytics, but for us, it took a lot of turns, right? When we first started, we really focused on the financials because money is the lowest common denominator in any business and in any operation. It all comes down to how efficient are we in our operations. Then we started pushing, after we got the high level, we really wanted to drill into the details, right? The transaction level. How can we get right into that sale or that inventory uh, or anything that's at the lowest level. So we started pumping in lots of data and we actually use an ERP or a dealer management system called CDK Global. We then tried to aggregate as much as we can. And I know this is one of those, well, it takes a lot of time and resources, but in, in, in Domo, it actually doesn't. I was able to add, uh, I didn't have time, but I was able to add a IT dashboard, right, to, to our uh, mix. Uh, last night. It was literally clicking, add this adapter, and ServiceNow was right there, and I signed in with my uh, service credentials for ServiceNow and was able to pull that up. So add as much as possible. Who would have thought a bank balance would have mattered, right, in terms of uh, your business? But in retail, it absolutely matters because you have to pay your vendors and you have to pay your employees. We then... Uh, learned that with all this data, the business started asking for a lot of more insights. And so our, our lessons that we learned was don't fight the business, just enable them, and sometimes sit and watch, right? Attend a meeting and just listen to the business problem being solved because we actually have a unique vantage point in IT that we see everything that's going on in the business. We know how to correlate this data uh, and this in, to create information for actionable insights. We also, as I mentioned, made things personal. Uh, making, identifying individual improvement opportunities because you have data to present to them gets them motivated, right? Because what you want to measure is not necessarily, um, you know, how many actions did I take, but how many improvement plans were you able to accomplish, right? How many people were you able to make more successful business processes, more efficient, et cetera? Always find a champion that's vocal. Find that executive who loves to show on their mobile phone, right? I have Domo on my mobile phone and I love to just show, did you know that your store did this yesterday? And, or you're out of money, right? That's probably one of the best ones that I have, elevator conversations that I have. Um, remember when you're coming up with BI and analytics, there's always this tendency to slow things down with governance within IT, right? You gotta certify the data, and you gotta do all this ETL um, validation. And within Domo, one of the things we learned was the data lineage is there, 
the ETL is built in on Redshift, so why do we have to do all this governance if everybody can see what's really going on? But as you would take a turn, if governance does slow you down, make sure you accelerate in the middle of that turn, right? And speed up your business as soon as you pass that turn, when it's safe. And adoption is key, right? You can have the best strategy in the world and you can tell your business what you want to do, but ultimately, if it's not in the hands of the people that are taking action, it's, it's not that much of worth. And the last part uh, that we continuously uh, always remind the business that nothing's perfect, right? That we're always going to try to improve what we do and we should always strive to find ways to envision with the business because when the business is in the seat magic happens and that's i'm so grateful for the lessons learned and the opportunity to share with you thank you very much thank you, thank you jan uh so uh to conclude i just had a couple slides and we will have uh, some extra time if uh folks have questions so uh just uh closing thoughts um as I articulated it at the outset, really the approach to deal with the challenges of operating in a big time, uh, big data real time world require a different approach to technology. And organizations already have a tremendous amount of data and IT assets, and it's critical to enable those organizations to maximize value of the existing data and investments that they have. So, kind of core to our belief and approach is to uh, provide a platform or solution that is extendable and customizable. So the ability to actually complement the solution through plugging in um, third-party technologies, examples would be more advanced analytics like R or more advanced data prep like Informatica. We support a broad set of plugins to complementary technologies that organizations have. In addition to having a broad and robust set of APIs and tooling that enable organizations to customize their instance, to create um, connectors of their own if they find a data source that's critical to them that's not already amongst our portfolio of 500. And while we've built connectors for the most popular business applications, there's no way we'll ever have one for everyone. By latest count, I checked last night on pro programmable web, we're over 18,000 published uh, uh, APIs for business applications today, and we're probably adding about 1,000 every couple months. So there's no way that uh, you'll ever have them for everything, but what we want to provide is the ability for an organization to connect to whatever is relevant to them, to customize their instance in whatever format or views and visualizations are most relevant to them. So we have a broad set of capabilities. I'd encourage you, if you're interested, to look at developer.domo.com. Um, critically, uh, I mentioned we have built our solution very heavy, heavily leveraging AWS. Uh, critical infrastructure giving us um, unparalleled web scale, geographic reach, breadth, service and uh, security and performance levels. Also want to call out that among the popular connectors that are used by our customers are many of the AWS services. So our customers are bringing data from their business applications as well as data from their existing um, systems and services that they're running uh, on AWS. Uh, 
uh, today. And for IT organizations, this is relevant to you beyond enabling your organization. You're also a critical constituent in having to manage a business function of your own. And in the same way, we've shown you examples of how sales, marketing, or finance functions are uh, having the capability to connect to their multiple and distributed business uh, systems. IT as well should have the ability to connect to those and combine those with all relevant business systems to get real-time customizable insights, collaborate with their teams, to take actions based on timely alerts that are provided. And on the right, this uh, data warehouse, which um, Jan showed uh, briefly, this um, is also for IT organizations. We found many organizations leverage this really as a tool to deal with the challenges of shadow IT. So every organization has inside of them a large number of business applications that are, have been uh, procured and used without going through traditional channels. One of the real valuable things here in our data warehouse is that anybody in the instance who is bringing in data, you as the IT organization will have visibility into seeing what is the source system that has been connected, what are the data sets that have been brought in, who has access to that, what cards or visualizations are those empowering, and you as an IT organization to gain that visibility and the tools to administer and control um, access rights and to um, deal with challenges that might occur with data quality, leveraging capabilities like uh, the data lineage that uh, Jan showed. So in conclusion, really the, um, the core to this approach that we've taken where um, we've received a tremendous amount of positive feedback from organizations in helping them transform how they manage is First, really a focus on the business decision maker, the set of individuals for whom BI investments have always been meant to serve, to enable them directly through self-service capabilities, to enable them to collaborate natively with their teams. Secondly, to break down the challenge of distributed disconnected data silos, enable flexible connection to relevant data sources so that all relevant business data and conversations relevant to them can occur natively in an integrated solution. And then lastly, really a focus on giving organizations the ability to uh, realize uh, tangible and measurable um, results, uh, Im improve um, service levels, reduce time spent performing manual and repetitive tasks to enable faster insights to get into the hands of people who need them so they can take actions to improve revenue, to raise service levels, to reduce cost, and to do that without having to sacrifice the important requirements around administration, security, and control. So with that, I want to thank you for your attention. Um, we will stay here to ask questions if you have any for Jan or myself, or if you are interested in um, you know, having a follow-up conversation as well, I'll stay here. Feel free to come up. Thank you and enjoy the rest of your conference. So thank you. So if uh, anybody has questions, um, be happy to uh, take some in the remaining time. Or if you'd prefer just to kind of walk up privately, you can do that as well.